reach it, Dad. Indiana. Indiana. Let it go. Maybe at work? In the car? Where do you are? Geocache Talk Podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. So tonight we had on Deborah Burris, Doc Firewoman. And uh, so remember that she lives out on a farm. And so uh, you might hear some dogs. Uh, toward the end, you might hear uh, uh, some frogs outside. So just remember she lives on a farm. And, uh, you know, it's farm life, so you might hear some extra extra included audio uh so if you're wondering what those sounds are it's uh part of living in the country here in the u.s and so uh just know that's you might hear some of those items tonight as well as the show so enjoy hey everyone it's time for geocache talk with you at work in the car wherever you are we hope you enjoy the show please give it a like and subscribe on itunes stitcher Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio, or Google Play, or wherever you can find it, so that you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Trial Bugs for the music, and our patrons, Doug Jones, Joshua and Caleb Slinkard, Tom Brotherman, Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, Nick Hubbard, Andrew Tiepkin, Cecilia Perez, Sydney Sawyer, Valena Mahar, Jane Jewell, Memphis Mafia, Craig Michelle, the Geo Gearheads, Zach Fick, the Deadliest Cachers, Tim Terrell, Neil Moore, Molly the Geocaching Dog, D and David Vickery, Geocaching Adam, Lori Post, Peter Stepanek, The No Code Geocachers, Paula Hughes, Ed Shaper, John Langston, and our new patron from Down Under, another, we got another Aussie, we got Scott Thompson on our patrons now if you'd like to become a patron yay if you'd like to become a patron head on over to (laughs) patreon.com slash geocache talk for more details patrons get path tags coins pretty soon maybe maybe and other geocaching swag during the year as well as invites to special events only for patrons and we'll try to do one more probably do one more gc world uh before the holidays kick in so uh that gives uh, jesse a chance to uh defend his title mm. as gc that sounds good as i like G- that gc master he is the master of gc world uh support levels start at as little as three dollars a month well let me start by welcoming my co-host sydney hello everybody 
and Jesse. Good evening, everybody. And let's jump right in too to show number sixty-one for August sixth. As we welcome back to the show, Doc Firewoman. Welcome back to Geocache Talk. Hey guys, I'm glad to be back. <laughs> uh, it's it's been a while. You were you were on. Um, what's funny is is you were on uh, show. I'd have to go look. Show two or three. Mm-hmm. Two or was, three. Yeah, yeah. S- Sydney was on. But what's funny was is that Deborah and I record. Uh, Deborah and I recorded that ahead of time because we had because of things that we won't. Uh, we won't uh, name. We won't mention it, but events <laughs> that we were planning to go to, and so it events out. transpired. <laughs> yes. Well, it so it worked out. It worked out. We recorded it. It ended up becoming a uh, a show, and it worked out great. So that was that mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. That was a year ago. So we're we're glad you're back, mm-hmm. and we got an interesting topic tonight. We'll get to uh, here in a moment. We're going to talk a little geocaching news. Um, so let's start with a Mary Hyde update. How is everybody doing? With the pi- the pirate theme this year, I found one cache this week. <laughs> is that me too? Yeah. I found one. <laughs> I I went to an event, so there you go. That that satisfies it. There you go. Okay. Well, what y'all think of this week? Where you had to f- uh, thirty five coins. Yeah, thirty five points for the whole group, though, right? Thirty five points for the yeah. whole group. Yeah, for your Which whole is, all your your friends. If you did anything, <laughs> yeah. Anything at all, your group got it. Anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not a DNF, I guess that wouldn't that would. Yeah. Do it. But if you found anything or attended yeah. anything, you got it. You yeah, go. but they did add the multi in, which was kind of neat. Yeah, so it's a uh, well, yeah. So, but but thirty five coins. Mm, no, what? That maybe maybe it's hard. I don't know. I had some individual people on my list that had like hundreds. Oh, yeah, me themselves. too. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, I had five. My, I'm proud of my five. I'll take it. <laughs> That's right. But last week I had seventy five. So. Oh, there you go. And I think how it works is it's just the top ten is your group, right? Of all the people you're friends with, they don't it's, pick like yeah the normal people. It's just any 10 that you're friend with. So the top 10. So as long as the top 10 people that you're friended with or mm-hmm. seven or whatever it is, yep. have done something, you got it, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They rank they, each week, I think. Yeah. They rank all your friends based on how many they get. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so overall, what are everybody's thoughts about this before we move on to? Because we got what, two more weeks? Is that correct? I can't remember. Right next. Uh, yeah. Well, I think next week is the last. Is it the last one? I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah, it's the last one. There's only four of them. Get this week's souvenir on this coming Wednesday. Right. Mm-hmm. So that'll be three. three. Right. So <laughs> next yeah. week will be the last week. Okay. Three, three. Yeah. So there's four. But if you think there's going to be something, we've got to put all those pieces together and figure something out. It looks that way. Yeah. Doesn't it? It's like the pie yeah. day when they had the two yeah. pieces of pie and they had a yeah. DC code for that. So I mean, this it kind of reminds me, and I know y'all have probably already said this. It reminds me of last year's a lot, and I realize that 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 you can only do 
there's only so many things that mm -hmm. you can do and, and I, anything to keep from doing 31 days of geocaching again. <laughs> oh gosh, that, yes. That wore me out. I mean, I was yeah. like, by the time I was done, I was like, ah, yeah. you so, know, but, but I mean, yeah, it's okay. I mean, it's, it's, I like the collaborative aspect of it a lot. So I'd say it's lame, but. So it's lame, but has the potential to be a really good thing in the future. If they're just testing it out to see if it works, because they added in the multis, they did the events. I like all that stuff. It would be a lot more fun if you kind of, or even if it just brought your team only to your regional people, maybe, or yeah. if you selected the people. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a lot more fun in the future if you got to kind of set up a team a little bit. But um, they're trying a few different things, and if, if they expanded it, Mm -hmm. made some different levels. I think it could be something really good yeah. right now. It's, it's hard unless you're just absolutely not cashing. It's hard not to get it, but yeah. maybe that's the idea, right? To introduce everybody to it. Right. Yep. Yep. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll we, we like the attempt. So we're, we're hoping for good yeah. things in the future. So positive. It's an attempt. Positive feedback. We like it. They're, they're making it. Yep. So we're, we're, we're good with it. We're good with Mary Hyde this year. We're excited. Um, I uh, well, just a quick reminder about the August giveaway. Uh, we're giving away um, this. Uh, somebody's having a lot of fun over that. Your Deborah. Well, that's me. I'm trying to figure out if there's somebody here or if they're just barking. Okay. We have a guest with our guest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're looking for. Uh... All right, so um, we're giving away oh, treasure. Hopefully. Ooh. Um, yeah, yeah, we're trying to give it away, but um, we need people to do the. Uh... All right, I'm gonna mute you for the moment, Deborah. There we go. I had to mute you for a moment. If you want to go work, if you want to go check on that, I'll we'll let you go do that real quick while we do a little bit of this. No problem. Um, but we need people to do um, iTunes reviews. And you don't have to go. You don't have to write a dissertation. I mean, come on, just get out there and. You might be the only person that does one, in which case <laughs> you might act, you might just by default get you a Blu-ray of Treasure. So, hey, go do a quick review on iTunes for us. Uh, that would be fabulous. So there you go. That's for this this uh, just for August, and we'll give it away. Probably we'll tell you who the winner is in first week in September. So that is that. Um, De Deborah, are you are you good to come back? Okay, just unmute yourself at the top of the screen there. Uh, you should be able yeah. to. There you go. They so, were just telling me the coyotes were out there. Oh, okay. They're letting you know something you kind of already probably knew, but they don't know. They want to. Yeah. They're trying to be helpful. Well, I am glad they are helpful because you know we had the curious incident last Monday night with oh, no. the people coming up at the house. So. Oh no. We're thankful. We're thankful. That's good. Uh, <laughs> next, next, uh, next item on the news is what do you know? A bomb scare. What a surprise! What? But anyway. there's a twist to this one. It's not just a random bomb square, a geocaching bomb scare. So Jesse. So after my LEO encounter, finally yes. before now I get an even deeper kind of LEO encounter. But uh, uh, so the other evening I got a phone call from the uh, one of the members of the local bomb squad, 
And then said, hey, because uh, I know, you know, the people at the police department, obviously, that's where I retired from. I said, hey, can you look up where those geocache things are? I'm like, yeah, what's what's going on? They're like, <laughs> sure. our bomb squad is rolling out to the local uh, sculpture park. We're kind of curious. I was like, okay, where is it at? And they described it. And immediately I knew there wasn't supposed to be one there because I've, you know, kind of cashed out that area. Mm-hmm. But there was one close by. So I thought, well, maybe that's. Maybe it's close and got moved or something. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went out there to where they were and looked it up. I said, there's one here. That's kind of close to where you are. Is this where you are? And uh, so I went out there and they've got it all taped off and the bomb squad trucks there and everything else. And um, I was like, well, here's one. It's like 140 feet away. Maybe it just got moved. So I go out there and I'm just like one foot outside the yellow tape. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I can check and see if it's here. And uh, I was thinking I was going to find it in the one because I'd found the cache close by. And uh, I get over there. And, uh, the cache was still there. So they're like 100 <laughs> feet away is this thing that they found that they're going to possibly blow up. Like, huh, no, there's a geocache right here. So that's not it. Um, so it turns out it was a uh, P- uh, PVC, like a pipe bomb. Looking. Wrapped in camo duct tape sitting on top of a statue about 100 feet away from where a geocache is. Um, so they bring out all the equipment. They're like, back out, back out. That's not it. So they bring out all the equipment and they take this x-ray machine. You know, they got the big suit and the, mm-hmm. the helmet, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like Darth Vader stuff walking yeah. out there yeah. and, um, they x-ray it and they're like, okay, it looks like, a, you know, there's a tube inside it, but there's no, there's nothing we can detect as explosives. Yeah. So they finally, you know, they back out, they get all the equipment and open it up and it's a geocache. <laughs> um, the, the odd thing about it is it's not supposed to be there. Right. Um, cause when they opened it and they looked it up, I was able to, it was an archived geocache. Um, mm. but it had the name of it. So I looked it up, found out it was archived, but it was supposed to be on the other side of the city. So somebody really? took it from where it was, moved it all the way over there and set it on top of this statue in the middle of a public park. Yeah. There's, you, yeah. Do that? So immediately the two things I think is one, you should get permission. Well, they actually did. They got permission where it was supposed to be. Somebody picked it up, moved it. Well, at the second, you know, you probably shouldn't tape up PVC pipe. It's it's, yeah. not, it's waterproof, but it's not really the best type of container if it gets moved around. But um, so it was a lot of it was a lot of scare, and it was interesting. I thought I was just going to get to walk up. Oh, it's a geocache. Yeah, and I was like, oh, it's close to a geocache. <laughs> Let me get out of here. <laughs> so, yeah, <'cause> <laughs> it was cool. Right after my other LEO scare, I get to you know, or LEO encounter, I get to come out and with the actual bomb squad on a, a real geocache. So that was kind of fun. That's crazy. There was a little a little moment where I was like, uh oh. What did I get myself into? But uh I got out of there quickly, so but it was all safe, it was good. But somebody <laughs> thought they were being funny, I guess, and caused a big scare and moved the geocache over where in a public area. Of all things to move it over. I mean, it's an archive cache that gets I mean, that's weird. It's just weird. It had just been archived like recently. Oh, so Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if somebody found it and moved it thinking they were being funny or what happened, but I mean, it was like five miles from where it should be. Right. So somebody intentionally took it and moved it. It's so, even more bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's a kid or something, you know, Yeah. but it was enough to get a lot of people interested and shut down some streets <laughs> for a little bit. <laughs> right. Are you out there handing out uh, GeoTalk uh, uh, business cards? Hey, we have a show about this. Just come, in, come watch the show. We'll talk about it. There you go. So in hindsight, those cashers did everything right, except the final container pro- should have been, you know, yeah. something that doesn't doesn't look like it could be a pipe bomb if it gets moved. So Ex- exactly, yeah, no, that's good. 
Nope. Very interesting. Oh, good. It was fun either way, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, so we, we're getting more mail. I really appreciate everybody emailing us. We've had some great uh, tick magnets and it's a great uh, email. We've had a lot of a lot of good emails. So keep it coming. And so um, just I happen to pick one out for tonight to just talk about for a moment. And uh, so keep it coming. We, we read your email. We love it. And um, it's uh, it brings brings warmth to our hearts to see that everybody's out there enjoying the show. We got an interesting one today. That's from Fab Seeker. Um, and they wrote that they said, you're doing great. I can practice my English listening to your shows. Oh, Lord help them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 talking with Southern draw. <laughs> that's okay. It gets, it gets, yeah. So it gets better. So they write, um, cause they're, they're uh, French. They say, actually, I do not understand everything, especially some jokes or when somebody speaks too fast, but I understand most of what you say. That's good. So what I would like to see more, they want to see more Zach finding caches in real time. And we're going to do that. We're going to get Zach, uh, some more, chances to be on the show very soon uh as in show 48 and other info i'll be in the northwest and even in canada for a few days in two weeks uh they're going to go to the original stash they're going to headquarters going to the ape cache uh if they time themselves correctly gcd and many other caches on our way happy geocaching to all of you so thank you so much fab seeker uh hopefully last week's show when we had on uh, Chris of the Northwest. We talked about all those caches up in that Northwest area. Hopefully that was uh, of great help to you. And thank you so much uh, for listening. And uh, hopefully we'll try to speak clearer for you. And uh, we'll try to uh, keep the, um, me and Deborah will try to, and actually Jesse too, we'll try to keep our Southern draws a little bit uh, <laughs> in check tonight. Uh, and then lastly, last little quick note I want to put is um, Jolene and Yeno update. So I got their names correct, number one, because I messed it up uh, telling you about it. But I actually did a quick test today with Jolene and Yeno, and it was great fun. They are Belgium geocachers. And I want to go into a lot of details because we've got a show coming up. We'll get you all the details. But... Um, they're seven hours different. So for that show, we're going to do it at 3 p.m. Kind of like we've done before when we had Hindle on the show or we have Sarah on the show. Uh, there's a, such a difference in time. We have to move the show up a little bit. But uh, Jolene and Yeno, it's going to be fun. They're going to they got some great stories and uh, they have a great YouTube channel and lots of other things to talk about, in, including a geocaching coffee shop. So that's going to be fun. Well, all right, let's get in. Let's get into this show topic tonight. Uh, and actually, uh, Deborah came up with this one. We didn't uh, f- we didn't push her to do this uh, topic. She wanted to do this topic, so mm-hmm. we're into it. When is a geocaching slump not a slump? Well, uh, Deborah, you'll appreciate this being uh, the great <laughs> professor that you are, and uh, we'll remind everybody what you do here in a moment. But I went and did a definition. I went and got a definition for us of, of, yes. what a, of what a slump is. <laughs> so I thought, let's get a defi- let's get some definitions here. Let's get some info, you know. So the definition of a slump, at least in dictionary.com, was a period of time during which a person goes without an action, without an object or act or action. Sounds like say going geocaching. 
Yeah. A period of time. So what is that period of time? Hmm. I think it's through the slump. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's relative. Okay. I mean, okay. So I found, I mean, I've geocached. I went this week and did much part for the Mary Hyde thing. I went, you know, I've gone every week and done something, you know, but I might go two or three months and maybe only go one time. Right. But I don't consider that a slump. I just consider that I have other things to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not that I'm ever not, I mean, cause it says without an object or an action, but I don't agree that mm-hmm. you have to physically go geocaching to consider that is an action. I think you can be interested in it. You can listen to podcasts about it. You can keep up with what's going on into your, in your geocaching community. You know, you can daydream of looking at the map and going, Oh, I'd really like to go do that trail and get that coin, you know? And that's kind of what I do when I don't, when I'm not able to go for, you know, it's never not on my radar. It just may not be the highest thing on my radar. Right. So, but there are some people that would think, you know, a week without finding one is a slump. Yeah. You know? J- Jesse in your, um, your, um, uh, lower third, you put, uh, that you, uh, in a slump question mark. So what, what's your thoughts on this? this week? So, and well, it'll be easier to reference in a few minutes, but, uh, I have a okay. good example of what we're going to talk about, but oh, okay. I guess it's, you know, what is, what do you consider a slump? If, how many days would it be for you if, before you considered a slump or how many weeks for me, or do you even think about it that way. I know a lot of my friends up here, they go every day and have for like 4,000 days straight. So one day for them would be a slump, but not for me. So, yeah, (laughs) you know, for me personally, um, I don't ever think of them in those terms. So to me, um, I, I, I think a slump for me would be if, uh, I was not thinking about geocaching for a long, for many, many weeks of a period of time, I think. Um, because, so. because, you know, um, Susan and I, are, you know, we, we plan uh, geocaching trips. Um, you know, so for me personally, um, you know, now in the chat room, they're talking a slump is uh based on if i like if i don't find one today i've started a slump so if i don't find one for eight days then i have my slump is eight days interesting right. I, I don't i don't mind that definition in, in this in a sense um because it's very it's very objective and the fact that it's very uh verifiable to myself i can look at it and go you know my slump is exactly, I can go look at statistics on geocaching.com and I can tell you exactly how many days it's been since I've geocached, but I don't know. Sydney, what, what, what go ahead. Go ahead, Jesse. No, I was going to say, I think what, what both of you and, and Doc Firewoman are saying is it's relative. It's different for every person. You can't look at the statistics because right. if you look at our profile, our longest slump was 619 days. Right. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's a statistical anomaly. It's not really, it's not yeah. actually accurate. So, um, 
that that wasn't actually a slump, but uh, I think it's I think it depends on what you're doing. So, mm-hmm. Sydney, what's your slump um, definition? Well, I agree that in the geocaching statistics sense of the term slump mm-hmm. would mean that you found a cache two days ago, but you haven't found a cache since then. That would technically, under the statistics portion, that would be a statistical slump. But in the in the real world sense, I I think personally for me, it's I guess probably anything more than a week, mm-hmm. not actually going and finding anything. But like Deborah said, that's that doesn't mean I'm not thinking about it. I'm not planning caches I want to hide. I'm not thinking about trips I'm going on. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. And, well, and I mean, mm-hmm. it's relative. I mean, you can't compare yourself to each other. Right. You know, I like this fall, last fall, you know, my buddy that I, I don't like to go by myself. It's just not fun to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to go with people. I want to go with somebody. And last fall, my friend Carol, Pink Hitch is her yep. geocaching name, but we go all the time. Well, she's a substitute teacher. And there was a one of the teachers at the school she works that she subs for. Her son was in a really bad car accident. And so she had to take emergency leave. And so Carol worked every day. Right. You know, worked every single day. And then on the weekends, you know, I'm committed to my horse show kid or my horse riding kids. Right. You know, and she's got her Jeep. She goes Jeeping on the weekends. And so it was hard for us to connect. (laughs) So I went for four months and didn't do anything. Right. But we were talking about, you know, once we both had clean, clear schedules, the first thing we did was drive three and a half hours to go do some geocaches in Oklahoma, you know? So, I mean, I didn't consider that a slump. I just went, you know, life gets in the way sometimes. No, uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's funny. uh, uh, Deborah and and Pink Hitch, they drove, how many hours do you drive down to Almost, it was almost five, almost five. Almost five hours uh, to come to our event last year uh, for Mm -hmm. the Great Hunt and then drive back. And Mm -hmm. um, so that's, now that's geocaching dedication, drive five hours, do an event. And that event wasn't easy because that is a huge park. And it it is a lot of walking to get from cache to cache because they're all along the, sort of along the perimeter of the park. And so it is a long route to do all those caches. And so you, you gals were troopers because you did all that, stuck around for the after event and then, um, packed up and hit drove home. home. <laughs> drove home. <laughs> well, so. we did one better than that. Last was it was la- not last Christmas, but Christmas before. Um, we saw some. I don't know if you follow Atlas Obscura, any of you on Twitter or on Facebook, but it's a it's a a site that posts unusual places. Well, they were talking about the center the center of the continental U.S. And Carol messaged me. She said, "Hey, did you read this?" And I said, "Yeah. I wonder if there's a geocache there." Tap, 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 tap. Right. What do you know? Oh, there is. There's a cache there. We drove. We left my. I left my house at four in the morning. Picked her up. We drove to the center of the United States. Tur- found the cache in the snow. Turned around and came back. And I got back to my house at five the next morning. Wow, that is awesome. So, you know, so. I count myself as a serious geocacher if I do that, even if I don't cache every day. 
Right. You know, so. I don't think you have to cache every day to consider yourself a serious geocacher. I mean, there's a bunch of different styles. Yeah. Just thinking about it, some people would consider us in a slump right now. Technically, we haven't found a physical geocache in like three weeks. Now we go to events every Monday morning at 630. So last two and a half weeks or so, all we've the cache we've technically found are events, yeah. but we're still meeting with all our geocaching friends and even you know publish well, geocache and important. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so that's, that's important. Mm-hmm. And when I travel, I'll be honest with you, I search for virtuals and earth caches when I'm traveling. You mm-hmm. know, and that's what I like to do. That's my thing. You know, and then so like when I went on this trip to Atlanta. I stopped and got earth caches in three different states on my way there. Mm-hmm. And then I did a virtual on the Georgia Tech campus. And then I did Lake Lanier. That was the only actual container I found was Lake Lanier. Right. So. Well, and does that, you know, that's a style of geocaching too, right? People that do more geocaching when they're traveling, not necessarily mm-hmm. around home as much, but, and that was the last time we found some as we were in a new area. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, you know, for us, um, we don't have any geocaches around us that we haven't either found or I own. Mm-hmm. And right. so we have to go out, you know, <laughs> half an hour to get to, to a cache. And, you know, we can, I mean, it's not like we, you know, there's, there's times when we, we probably could, but um, I guess in a sense, we're in a geocaching slump. We haven't really been out. Uh, but I've been looking for a job for the past heavy for the past two months. So I, my, you know, uh, Deborah, you're talking about life getting in the way, you know, I'm head down every day trying to work on that. And I've got, um, I got a little temporary work, which takes up the entire day. It's pretty rough work. Uh, and it's, Eight, eight nonstop till five. I'm I'm dead tired. I got to drive back home. I'm not going caching for. No, I'm not going to drive another hour mm-hmm. to get to a geocache for for right now. Right. But so there now there are other factors other than the ones mm-hmm. we've men, we've mentioned. And I, I know um, Deborah, you put a couple of them in here. We want to <laughs> we want to at least talk about them as far as it kind of can be something that we all need to try to overcome and mm-hmm. you know something that um if somebody thinks they're in a geocaching slump uh and this is something we're going to kind of get into is um what are the things we can do to be uh encouragers to mm-hmm. to help them and so but you have some things that kind of would be <clears throat> causes of problems. <laughs> uh, well, this is what's been on my mind. I feel like I need to have an agony ant column here. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so what are some well, neg- okay. negative things? Go ahead. Yep. I, I'm going to start with probably one of the biggest reasons why I backed off of geocaching. All three of you are very fortunate that your significant others either geocache with you or they are supportive of your geocaching. Because when you're with someone who is not, it becomes very difficult. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And even though he, you all met him and, and, and he tried really hard, bless his little pointed head. He tried really hard. (laughs) He didn't like it. He thought it was stupid. He thought it was a waste of time. 
He thought it was a waste of resources, even though I really tried hard to make sure that when we did go, it was something interesting and it was cool. And it wasn't just like doing a power trail or something. Mm -hmm. He would have never gone for that. And so when you are constantly getting the in your ear, <laughs> you kind of go, okay, I'm not going to, well, it is funny now. I mean, cause he got, he got his walking papers. He's gone, yeah, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, but, but it's, you know, the whole way back from geo Woodstock, which I'd had a really good time at from, mm -hmm. he started on me at the event and it was just for 12 flipping hours in the vehicle it was just this is so dumb and you just blah blah, blah and i'm like mm -hmm. <laughs> it's a felony to kill someone <laughs> <laughs> you know but it was you know it's very difficult because you want to try to do things together as a couple and when one of the things that you enjoy doing that you thought they enjoyed doing, then you find out after the fact they think is ridiculous. It kind of takes the wind out of your sails. Sure. So having a supportive partner, even if they don't go with you, having someone who is at least, I should say, tolerant sure. <laughs> of you going is really important. Yep. yep. You know, and then, yep. And then you also mentioned, um, you have in the notes about muggle encounters. Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts? Well, I, you know, if you get, if you get the police called on you or you get screamed at enough times, that's why I don't like to cash in town. Right. I just do not like to cash in town. I look, I guess I look like I'm up to no good. I don't know. You know, I wear hoodies a lot. I don't know what it is. They just, they want to <laughs> call the police on me. You're kind so, of suspicious. I guess I am. I don't know. <laughs> you know. My car is very old. I, I, I guess I always look like I'm in a lot of trouble. But anyway, <laughs> I, I kind of have just stopped cashing in town unless I'm with a group. Right. Well, so then we go and try to cash out away from town and there is a group of us and we're all, you know, middle-aged, not in the best physical shape, you know, clearly not able to, I don't know, steal anything really and get away with it. But we're trying to look for this cash on a sign at a lake. Mm -hmm. And so I'm volunteered to climb up on this sign and I'm like feeling around for it. This guy stops and starts screaming at me that he painted that sign and you need to get down and what do you think you're doing? And I'm like, you know, uh, several of those events happening in a row kind of make you go, yeah, this is not that much fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So there, there's, there's that too. I mean, and everybody has those stories, you know, but sure. it, it gets, it gets tiresome after a little bit. Yeah. You know, it, you know, it, it makes me think of the time I went, um, cause I'm, I'm very careful to make sure like uh, at the big park that I put all our caches in, you know, they're all well, you know, fairly well done or they're, you know, they're interesting and, all, you know, different things. So I try to make them good and I try to put them in places where hopefully people won't necessarily find them. And there's a couple that are like back in the woods and you really have to go, you'd have to really be hunting. You either have to be geocaching or you've got to be unbelievably bored and you're, you're getting into an area where, um, you know, you're not really, I, I don't know. I, you can't really hide back there. It's not like you're going back there for nefarious reasons because you can kind of see the road. So, but you're off the road a little bit. But anyway, mm -hmm. last time I had some caches out there, I went, somebody said they couldn't find it. 
good geocache owner. I go, go look for it. And I get out there, and it's not like the park, because I've talked to the park and rec department. They have given me approval to put my caches out there. So I don't think it's them. I'm, in fact, I know it's not them. But I get out there, and my cache is literally in tiny pieces, smashed to bits. And it wasn't like they tried to just break open to see if something's in it. It was like they went to a lot of trouble to uh, completely obliterate it. It was, it was a birdhouse, and it was in tiny, tiny pieces. So it wasn't like they just sort of broke into it. They went at it with malice, you know. And so that's discouraging because, like, it's not yours. What do you? Why? You know, it's not hurting anybody. It's marked as a geocache, in case you're wondering. You know, there's nothing in it that was of any value. And you're mentioning doing everything right, too. You know, it, it looks like something that's supposed to be there. You got permission. It's marked. And it's still, those things happen, you know. Yeah. But it's disappointing. You spend a lot of time, you know, as a cash owner, but a cash hider, you know, finder or hider, too. But sure. uh, And somebody, that can cause you to get in a little bit of a slump or a little bit discouraged, and you know, when... I've had ones that I spent a long time on and they go missing like after mm -hmm. one finder mm -hmm. and you're like, Oh, I just spent three months working on that container. And so yeah, that can, that can be yeah. pretty frustrating and rough. Even doing all the right things like you did. Again, I know which park you're talking about mm -hmm. where you got permissions from the park and they know where everything is and it's supposed to be there and uh, things like that can get you down. It can. Well, and, and I had put out five really nice, big, you know, I had used ammo cans or, like horse mineral buckets because they're waterproof. Mm -hmm. I put them along my property line because I thought surely these will be fine. They're right here by my house. And I wanted people to find something big, you know, mm -hmm. put out the kind of caches you like to find. Right. So I had gone to the American Astronomical Society meeting. I had all this swag in them. I mean, I was so proud of these caches. And in one day, somebody took every single one of them. Every mm -hmm. single one of them went missing the same day. And I was so furious <laughs> yes. that I just went, that's it. I'm not hiding any more geocaches. And yeah. that's part of what contributed to my, me kind of going, oh, yeah. you know, there's, there's, it's kind of like that perfect storm of things that happen, you know, where, you know, you get, you're getting negative feedback from the person that you're dating. You're, you know, having problems when you go out try to look for caches and then somebody steals them all. It's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you know, I'm just, meh. I think if we're honest, I know at least for me, I've had that exact same feeling and said the exact same words. I don't know about y'all too, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you get frustrated and you're like, you know, I've never deleted my account, but like I said, I'm done. <laughs> it's I'm it. over. I'm deleting it all. I'm tearing up all my caches. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily yeah. I have somebody that calms me down at the house, but what? We've all been through that. Yeah. Well, Isn't that what wives are supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah. Point you in I, my I, direction, I, keep you out of jail. I can't speak <laughs> to that Get question. I'm not a wife and I don't have one, so I can't speak to that question. No, no you, what's interesting though is, um, and Deborah and I have talked about this. De Deborah has some good, she has some really good friends out out in the world uh, Pink Hitch, and uh, I've, I, her and I have talked back and forth, and, um, you know, we have to just try to encourage because the reason we're kind of talking about this tonight, not just because, I mean, we're trying to obviously encourage Deborah, but I think all of us um, have an opportunity to either 
be if we're in this kind of situation, we're going to get to some ideas about what you can do. And that's kind of the next section. But yeah. also, if we know somebody who is going through something like this, um, we want to try, you know, as good uh, geocaching, uh, f- you know, for folks to try because <clears throat> uh, we love our sport that we. Um, just try to encourage and try to show them, you know, some of the silver lining that's out there, uh, you know, and so. Well, mm-hmm. and, and like Kendall, who's in the chat room. Hey, Kendall. Yeah. He's, 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 yeah. Joe Cash is under Coon and Bud. Oh, yeah. We, we love, went we the other Kendall. day mm-hmm. and did the Arkansas Star. Oh, You cool. know, we we went out and did that all in, in one morning. It was a, and we had a good time and it was a lot of fun, you know, and, and so I don't really consider, you know, to me having good friends that make you want to go do stuff, mm-hmm. you know, is really important. So and it's real, real and it's, tell people oh, real go ahead, quick. Like, I'm just sorry, tell me real quick, that's that's a geo art, correct? Yeah, it's a geo okay. art and I think all the states have them and there's fi- fifty one caches usually in them. Okay. So there's 50, I guess 50 for the 50 states plus the center. Mm-hmm. And you had for ours, I don't, I haven't looked at any others. I'm assuming they're all similar. You have to answer questions about the state's history. Oh, cool. Because it's a, it's a, it's a puzzle ca- or a mystery cache. Uh, so all, I had actually. Okay. All 50 of them all, are puzzle oh, caches. I'm sorry. Yes. All okay. 50 of them are. Okay. Yeah. Keep, keep going. So mm-hmm. I actually sat down one afternoon when it was raining and did them all, figured them all out, put them all in my phone, you know, corrected all the coordinates and, mm-hmm. and then sat on them for probably, you know, six to eight months mm-hmm. before we finally did that, you know? And so, and yeah, we did go to one of the state parks. It was along the, <laughs> along the cash route too. So it's fun when you have people that, that are willing to go with you. I think that's my biggest thing. I will go if I have an interested party who wants to go. Yeah. You know, but I won't just the and I did go do Lake Lanier by myself. I did go do that one by myself. I was at a conference in Atlanta and I thought I will never be this close again. I'm 30 miles away. So I went. But, you <laughs> yeah, know, which is a funny story by it, the way. You you did it in skirt. Yeah, in a dress. Did a dress. In a dress. <laughs> I do wear a dress from time to time and, and and I would drive through apocalyptically appalling traffic to go to this thing. But I got there and I will tell you a funny story too. I was listening to another podcast called Southern hollows and it's about the kind of dark side of Southern history. And they were talking about some things that had happened in Forsyth County, Georgia at Lake Lanier which is where the geocache is. And I passed that Forsyth County sign and start driving through one of these towns they were talking about. And I was like going, right. Even though, you know, you're like, Oh God, <laughs> you know, even though this happened a hundred years ago, you know, right. but it was, Oh yeah. I guess it's Kendall says the Periscope is out there. So, Oh yeah. Periscope's out there. Go check it out. Go check out. Yeah. Deborah's out there in a dress. In a dress, which is worth seeing, I suppose, because oh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. That's awesome. Uh, so, you know, that's that's an example, and you know, we probably should mention it to as we're kind of getting into those the, that part of the show. We want to kind of mention uh, suggestions <clears throat> to help people in a slump, and and Deborah, you you really hit the nail on the head there, in that you know, go 
find somebody that you that you that is willing to go with you and and go you know go geocaching with that person. I mean, we all have hopefully, and if you don't, uh, we'll mention in a minute what you should do. But let's say you do have a friend that's willing to go with you, like you said. Uh, mm-hmm. Kendall's willing to go. We've met Kendall. He's a great guy, by the way. We love Kendall. Yeah, he's um, yeah. He is. He's great. We actually got to meet him in Texas. Uh, mm-hmm. Jesse and I. He and did the Texas Challenge. He did the yeah. Texas Challenge. And then we got to see him again up at MOGA. So it was fun reconnecting uh, with Kendall and a very generous. Uh, well, and I think man. the really important thing is community. I think community mm-hmm. is really a big deal. And that's why I get frustrated when I see kind of bickering in the community. Mm-hmm. Like I was really happy to see there was discussion about Pokemon Go on the discussion board. Yes, I'm 48 years old. I play Pokemon Go. If you want to start something with me, I will send you my address <laughs> and just come right up on in here and start it. My deal is if you like geocaching, do it. If you don't like geocaching, don't do it. If you like Pokemon Go, play it. If you don't, don't play it. But all this, or Munzee, I'm not interested in Munzee. It's not my thing. But if you mm-hmm. like doing Munzee, get after it. Right. You know, go for it. Run right. on out there and do whatever it is you do with those things. <laughs> but this business of, this is stupid. That's stupid. Why do we do this? Baby, baby, baby. I'm like, stop that. <laughs> stop <Right>. it. Right. <laughs> Just stop it. If you don't like something, don't do it. Right. It's like, I, nobody's making you eat the hot salsa. Yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> exactly. But don't gripe at people who do like to do it. Just let them have a good time. Yes. The world is hard enough without people hollering that you're dumb because you're playing Pokemon Go. Amen. Amen. Stop it. That. Amen. <laughs> Amen, sister. Preach, <laughs> preach it, because I'm right there with you. That uh, poor French person's not going to have an, any clue yeah. what I just said. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Can you put uh, y'all that do play Pokemon Go? And I am. I don't play Pokemon Go, but I appreciate those that do. So I'm right with you, Deborah. Uh, mm-hmm. I do Munzee, and you know, if you don't like it, don't play it. But can you Pokemon Go in France? Can you go anywhere? In, oh yeah, yeah, you can go anywhere. Uh huh. Sydney is that because Sydney Pokemon everywhere. goes. Is oh, it yeah, okay? Yeah. So yeah. you can you, you can find Pikachu and all those other good little items oh, yeah. anywhere in the country. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, and my you can do it both at the same time. I geocache and play Pokemon Go. Right. And run my rescue walk dog app that marks how many steps I take to donate to the dog rescue all at once. Oh, that's Ma- right. Imagine that. You can do both. <laughs> I know. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, that, that, oh, that bird got in my bonnet. I mean, <laughs> I tell you what, that made, I just, if you don't like Munzee, don't do it. I take my, I, I, my friend Carol gets out and does it and I'm sitting in the car looking for Pokemon. Right. I mean, it all works out. So quit squawking at each other about what you have to do. Yes, or, uh, or it's more of the quit squawking at other people doing something else. You know, let them do what they want to do, and you, you, you know, just let let like you said, let people be. And uh, yeah. you know, uh, Tom uh, Electric Waterboy, he he Pokemon goes, which mm-hmm. you know he's he's old, he's really old. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're all old, but no, I'm, I'm kidding. I, well, not, well, not you. Sydney, we're not you're, old. You are you. You're uh, you're a hope for the future, right there. With the we're the youngest we're ever going to be right now. That's, that's ever right. Again. No, I, I kid, Tom. But you know he's out there doing that. He's geocaching and Pokemon going. Just 
Not, let it go, people. Like, like like Deborah said, just let it go. Let people have their have their fun. I, I mean, it, my deal with with this is anything that gets people outside is yes. my thing. Get them yes. outside. Get them looking around. Get them breathing some fresh air. Get them going and looking at interesting places. Isn't that what we all want? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. That I just inside geocaching there's so many different things in geocaching and every, we, we all joke around about it on this show but it's just yeah. joking it's it's supposed to be fun everybody's supposed to like different parts of it and that's all okay we can all yeah. do different things and still be at the same events and and still share that common game and and have fun that community without having to like the exact same things only so right, right. If people could well, just remember that we'd be a lot it's, better it's- kind of nice to have some diversity of people who like things because if you ever do have like a competition where you need somebody that's really good at one thing mm-hmm. you know you kind of build a team of the i mean even the super power people whatever superheroes they don't all have the same superpower right so why do we all have to like the same thing? <laughs> exactly uh lord <laughs> yes absolutely you know and Sorry. Jesse, you know, Jesse brings up you know a great point. We've mentioned this before on the show, and it's something I think it's always worth mentioning is that we have people who uh, Jennifer, Team AJK, she is a puzzle find. She loves puzzles, even if she didn't even find the geocache. She wants to do puzzles. Let her be a let her do puzzles. You know, Jesse wants to do five fives. Let the man do five fives. Don't bother him. Let him do his thing. And that may be different in six months from now, right? We go, I know at least for us, we get on a kick and we'll do a bunch of puzzles and then we get burnt out on puzzles and we want to switch to multis for a little while and, yeah, you know, and, or whatever it is, where I goes or five fives or just different counties. It's, it can change from month to month or year to year. So well, and that's never what know keeps what you interesting. Next. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do the absolutely. same thing and that's what keeps it interesting. You know, I'll spend like that day I sat down and did all those Arkansas star ones. And then, you know, Carol and I have this goal of we want to get to a hundred earth caches. So we've been kind of focusing on that. You know, it's just keep Ooh. every whatever it is to keep everybody interested. Sid- Sydney, <laughs> Sydney, hundred earth caches. Are you in? Uh, I have 50 earth cache finds. So oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I've actually signed I'm- a challenge for a hundred earth cache finds. So I'm going to have to get there eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I've done the, uh, the reason I found those three on my trip is there's a challenge where you have to find one in 20 different states. And I needed three states. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Wow. That is wow. awesome. See, there you go. Challenges. That's another in. That's a whole other show. And we don't know why, as Jesse says, why hasn't this thing grown or been addressed more? But um, that if somebody gets into it and gets interested in it. Oh my gosh, that could like regenerate your interest in geocaching mm-hmm. like a hundredfold. You could be like re-energized completely by that. That's the best way to bust a slump is mm-hmm. just search around till you find a challenge and something totally you haven't thought of before, a way of caching you haven't thought of mm-hmm. before. And mm-hmm. now you got a whole new, it's like a whole new game. You're trying mm-hmm. to do something completely different than you ever thought of. So that's, that would be my favorite way to bust a slump. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'll mention another one real fast is the uh, August that you made me think of this is uh, uh, what geocaching vlogger uh, has uh, with cash advance. They have the August challenge. The geocaching challenge of the month for August is to find three caches in one day. They're at three different sizes. 
That's cool. I've never seen that, but you know, you got to find <laughs> any 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 combination of the different ones. But you need to find three different ones. So that's a way to bust a slump is to get out and go, you know what? we got to find a large, a small, and a micro or whatever combination you want to go for. So. Well, and I think that I like about the challenges is some of them are big and some mm-hmm. of them are doable, you know, yeah. small. And, and like, you know, doing your Jasmine, that's what I call a big challenge. That's a right. big one mm-hmm. or a fizzy. You know, or even doing your DT grid to me is a big, you know, and and you just got to eat that elephant one bite at a time. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, but I like some of the, like the find one in 20 states. That's a more doable to me size challenge, you know. So I like the fact that there's a lot of variety there. And that that kind of has gotten me more interested because, you know, I like a challenge. Sure. So, um, Sydney, you've not been able to say too much because, uh, we're, we're hogging the airways tonight, but, um, do you have a particular way? Have you been in a slump that you know, that you remember? And do you have a particular thing that you like to do to kind of break out of a slump? Sure. Um, well, since I started my longest slump statistically has been something like 26 days. And that was in the middle of February in central New York. And it was snowing and it was cold. And I did not want to go outside ever. So Mm -hmm. that, you know, the whole going outside thing is, you know, a big part about geocaching. So if it's really hard to go outside every day, Mm -hmm. it makes it a little hard to go geocaching. Um, (laughs) Very true. But so that that was the only time I've, you know, had a slump, I would Mm -hmm. say. Um, But I also haven't been geocaching that long compared to you guys, I think. I've only been caching three years, less than three years. So, you know, I'm not, I guess I'm not sick of it yet. I'm not bored with it. Um, But some days I just don't feel like it. Other days, you know, I do. Um, But along the lines with something Deborah said with the people, there's always going to be people that are going to be snarky and whatever. And, um, I've left Facebook groups because I'm just sick of people bickering and arguing and you just can't have people in your life like that, that are going to keep bringing you down. Um, as hard as it may be, you may have to cut some of those people in your community out of your group of friends or your usual people that you go caching with just because you just can't keep that negativity in your life, you know, all the time. You got to surround yourself with people that are going to encourage you and they're going to be happy to hang out with you and they're not going to bicker and argue with you about every little thing. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't, I could not agree more with that. Yeah. That's, that's I think that's so important. Cause it's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a game. You don't, you know, we don't win cash prizes for it. It's supposed to be fun and you should be able to go out and have lighthearted fun with your friends mm-hmm. and do it without a lot of that snarkiness. Absolutely. Well, and I mean, you know, a slump to me, sometimes your priorities just have to change. I mean, my longest slump was 160 something days when my parents were very ill. Right. You know, I mean, and, and that you just, you have other priorities sometimes. And I don't really consider that a slump when you have to sit something aside for a period of time and say, I will, take care of this first, but I'm still interested in this. It's just, I don't have the time to dedicate to it right now. Yeah, absolutely. To me, that's not that I found it boring or that I didn't enjoy it. It's just, 
you know, priorities have to be, you know, reshifted, you know, and, and I mean, that's like this year, you know, the semester after Carol got through doing the long-term um, substituting, I taught overload in the spring. So I was so tired. Like you said, Gary, by the time I got home, I was like, mm -hmm. I'm not leaving the house. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to sit right here in my house pants with my flip flops and I'm going to eat some ice pops and I am watching YouTube and I am not leaving this house. Yeah. So you're exactly right. Well, and before we run out of time, I want to throw one out there for people too, that maybe not necessarily a slump. And I don't know that it's ever brought me out of a slump, but I think it, it's a potential way to do it. And it kind of re-energizes you is introduce somebody new. Yes. It's so much fun. If you've ever introduced somebody brand new to the game and no matter what you take them to for those first couple, hopefully something good and exciting, but seeing that excitement on their face for the first time that just, Oh my gosh, this is all around me. and I didn't know about it. That makes you really want to go out and just start cashing like crazy after that. Cause you, you see that initial excitement that you have when you found, at mm -hmm. least for me, it does anyway, that, you know, cause that, that was that big light bulb moment when somebody told me about cashing. I was like, oh, there's no way this is all around me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and or traveling. somebody else is crazy. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. Or traveling somewhere because geocaching is a great tour guide. I mean, you know, if you're going to a city, it's a great tour guide and that kind of re-energizes you too. Cause you're like, Oh yeah, I forgot I could do that. You know? Mm -hmm. So I think there's that also. Oh, absolutely. Well, besides events, the last time we found some caches was when we were traveling. And then next weekend I won't be on the show cause I'll be traveling and I'll be in Vegas and getting to find a couple of caches that are in this book. Oh, wait, wait, let's I can't see. remember the name of that book. I get the book right here. It is. There it is. The oh, there's that book I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I get to get two of the ones on the top most favorited cache list. Yeah. Two of the Vegas caches in there. So that product placement. There you go. Product <laughs> placement. 201 geocaches to find before you die. Available um, on Amazon right now. <laughs> But planning that, that's got us excited. You know, we get to go and find these caches that we've been talking about on the show and, and reading about in books. And so that's that's fun. That's that's exciting right there, planning that going out of town trip. Yeah. Well, see, and I've got a big plan for my 50th, oh, Lordy, birthday in 2019. The UK Mega is going to be in Aberdeenshire, mm -hmm. which is where oh. I used to date a Scotsman for many years and I'm still friends with his family. So I'm going, that's my 50th birthday to myself is I'm going to that event. Awesome. It's so. a great thing to plan. Yeah. And Jesse, I love your idea. Uh, something that Susan mentioned in the, in the uh, chat room is to take children, you know, oh, uh, yeah. we have some soon to be uh, grandchildren <laughs> by marriage. Uh, so we're, uh, we've been able to spend some time with them uh, already as we get ready for that. Uh, great day in November when my son gets married and uh, we've been taking, we took them geocaching and Oh, watching their excitement of a bison, mm -hmm. a bison tube in a tree. I mean, or a, you know, a, a cache along the side of a road that, you know, Say we, it. LPC. It's okay. <laughs> it wasn't it. actually, this one wasn't an LPC, but um, it was a little tricky. guardrail. No, it wasn't a guardrail, but Still okay. It, it's still the coolest thing when you first find okay. your first one. I don't care. Yes, <laughs> and um, you know, like she, you know, like she was thinking, it's like, and like you're saying, Jesse's like, you got to stop. And this was what I did. I, I did exactly what you're talking about. I stop and go. You know, this is fun. I mean, we get too 
jaded by this idea of oh you know lampposts or uh, you know uh, I still get excited to find a lampo cache. It's a cache. I used a phone with some coordinates to find a cache. I mean, you know, guardrail. Uh, we joked about on US Geocaching Hour. Somebody was just like went went off on on one of the uh, I don't know if it's Travis or it was somebody. Uh, and, uh, so, so they showed them, they went and hid like a hundred, uh, guardrail caches to, <laughs> just to, just to spite them Love because, it. you know, if, as long as it's not interfering with, you know, obviously you can't cause you, we all, you know, 528 feet away and, but again, just somehow you got to get back to the joy of, that you can that there's the go to you know you can satellites and and Deborah we've had uh, on this show and cash release we talked about how incredible it is that mm-hmm. you got these satellites that are <clears throat> talking you know, to each other they're talking <laughs> and, and, and we can talk to them through our phones you know or we have a we have GPSs in our phones now also we have uh, GPS receivers but just the fact that that technology is unbelievable when you stop and think about i mean because deborah because again deborah tell everybody what you do real fast i'm a professor of astrophysics there you go the first woman full (laughs) professor ever in our department there you go starting august 15th yes yes that's exciting and so, so uh talking about the 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 science of it is exciting to find that you know we we get we get too you know you know flippant i think about oh uh, you know you're finding a geocache using a phone or a gps or you know well you have to, well <laughs> and you have to decide to have a good time i mean you can get like you said jaded and in a rut but to me going with that friend i mean carol and i will get to laugh at about the stupidest stuff <laughs> and those are the things that make the you know that make the, the experience it's the experience it's not that light i mean i i found i found a light post cache last week i saw some nefarious activity at that light post cache, <laughs> that, yeah, which that. i was like oh you shouldn't be with that's not your boyfriend what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i didn't say anything but um you know you have to it's the experience okay it's not it's not the the cash itself it's the it's the journey not the destination right yes. so you know i think we have to remember that and it's and and, I, and that helps me when i get kind of in a snit <laughs> <laughs> well and you know we we have a game where we go and find stuff right that's the basics of the game no matter how you get there to it mm-hmm. and people all over the world have hidden millions of them for us to go find. That's right. still fun. You know what I mean? And it doesn't cost you a dime. I mean, well, depending yeah. on how far you're traveling and everything um, else, but then for each one, it doesn't cost you a dime to find them. Right. And people have hidden them everywhere. You know, it's that's, you get down to the basics of it and you have a game that you would play as a little kid or as an adult and they're everywhere. You cannot travel anywhere and not be able to play the game. Well, that's pretty fun. North Korea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One place. Sydney, <laughs> Sydney had to mention the one place in the world that you can. I mean, go. just throwing it out there. If you're going to North Korea, there's no geocaches there. Okay. Well, there you go. See, we need to. Maybe we, there should be. Yeah, there should be. Yeah. <laughs> should. You probably Maybe they wouldn't be crazy. Would be all right. 
yeah. go run across right. the border and hide one and hope for the best. No. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, don't. Do, I didn't tell you to oh, do that. Do not do that. Public service announcement. It's PSA. Do no, not, I say do, do it. Not go do for that. it and let us know no, about it. No, do not yeah, try yeah, to interview you on the show. That's what's going to cause World War Three. is an error. Oh, oh, Darren Geocache. <laughs> Yay. Hey, that'd be another oh. Geocache talk first, right? I don't That's think right. any other podcast has caused a world war before. So. No, we're the, we're the first. No, hopefully we won't be the first on that one. But uh, all right, we're getting kind of toward the end. So we're going to throw out the question and then we're going to start the process of wrapping up tonight. But we have a question and Deborah is going to show Deborah show the coin. Oh, look at that. It's a Sunrise Bay octopus. That's awesome oh, nice. looking. That is a nice coin. Look how it's big 3D coin. That's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, Yeah, that's a great coin. It is a yes. Perfect. So the question tonight, and if, if you're in the chat room, uh, <laughs> we are going to take the first answer that is correct. And the question is when was the last time that Deborah, Jesse, Sydney, and I were all together in one spot. And what was the event that we were all at together? So tick, there you tick, go. Tick, tick, tick. So it's a race. Tick, it's a race. So think about it. And uh, we'll take the first answer here in a couple minutes. When's the last time the four of us were together at a event? Oh. 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 There you go. <clears throat> Winner <throat> already. Electric water boy. <laughs> boy. Should he really get it? Come He's on. He's the now. winner. He yes. He was there. He was there. Oh, Ryan was close. Ryan, Ryan was, was right, right in behind it. And oh. Kendall. Everybody uh, came in right behind him. What's funny, Robert Owens just did Geo Woodstock. He figured I'm gonna shoot for all fifteen of them, which is a smart move. Oh, Tom's even uh. at dinner. Yeah. He's like even more well, you cause did, Tom happened to be at the dinner, so Oh, that's yeah, right. That's yeah, true. yeah, Worked yeah. He out. did. Yep, tick magnet. You're right. Yeah, my <laughs> birthday, my birthday event. He was. We were all eating dinner at the birthday thing. Yeah. So but that's that's good. So all right. Um. So as we wrap up tonight, um, final thoughts, and then uh, I'll mention uh, a couple coming shows. So, uh, Deborah, hang on. I'll get, I'll get you to get to you last. Sydney, uh, what are your final thoughts for tonight? So, one more point that I want to bring up. Yes. Um, it's, hmm, how do I want to say this? People like gain new hobbies and interests constantly, mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you are giving up on anything you are interested in before. For instance, I used to be like geocaching all the time. I still like geocaching, but now I like to play Dungeons and Dragons with my friends. Love it. So, uh, you know, some people like to play Pokemon Go. I like to play Pokemon Go. There's many things that I like to do, but that doesn't mean I'm less interested in geocaching, you know, mm -hmm. any any less than I was before. Right. So that's that's just like a natural thing that happens. So if, it's okay to have multiple hobbies and interests, and you may have to put one to the side a little bit to pick up something new and interesting you do like, and that's great, I think. Yep. Very much, yes. Jesse? Uh, I, I agree with what Cindy says. I think uh, I as well have tons of hobbies, and some of them overlap with geocaching, and some of them don't, but that doesn't mean, you know, that makes me like geocaching any less or more or whatever else. Geocaching is, is a fun game, and I think we hit on it pretty good in the show, but it's a game. 
Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be fun. And right. there's going to be ups and downs. You don't do anything 24-7 all the time. You would have to be, you know, pretty obsessive to, to be in that category. You're going to have ups and downs, but you got to get back and remember how much fun it is as a game. Introduce somebody new, try something different, um, or just take a break for a little bit. That's not terrible. You can take a, a week off from geocaching and you'll survive. It's it's supposed to be fun. When it stops being fun, that's that's when you've got a problem. There's too many things in the game to not be having fun with it. So, absolutely, well, very well said. And so, Deborah, uh, we're going to let you give us the, the last word tonight. Well, I think you have to you have to decide what's a slump for you. You can't look at what anybody else is doing. You know, I mean, if like Sydney said, you know. My big thing, if you follow me on Instagram or on Twitter or with me on Facebook, you know, if I have a choice between getting on a horse and pretty much anything else, horses win, you know, because that's what my, you know, fires me up and that's what my passion, but I enjoy geocaching. I think it's a lot of fun, but my, my, my approach to it, I guess, has changed as I've matured as a cashier, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, I do. And, I, and that's the way I keep it fun is I, you know, I focus on the ones I like to do and I try not to judge myself by anybody else. You know, I try not to, to judge myself by anybody else. Oh, they went every week or, Oh, and, and when those people, you know, there's people like to talk and when they start trying to make you kind of feel a little bit down about yourself, you just have to, like Sydney said, tune that stuff out you know, and do what makes you happy and make it a fun experience. Get out there with some friends, show somebody new the game. And that's what keeps it fresh. So I I don't think it's a slump until you give up completely until you just go, no, I'm done and mean it. (laughs) I mean, it. other than that, I think it's just, you're taking a break or you just haven't had time to go. I don't, I wouldn't call that a slump. I would say you just, do it and enjoy it and then yes. let it ride. That's what Willie says. Yeah, there you go. Willie, you're exactly correct. Yes. I, thanks, Willie, for being being around and uh <laughs> and being quiet. <laughs> Willie, Willie was very quiet tonight. You know, that's that's a, uh that's awesome. So all right, very good. So coming up on the show, uh next week we're going to uh be talking about geocaching regrets. Caches we wish we we hadn't have missed. And um, Jesse reminds me in the show notes that he was not going to be here. And I'll regret not being here. Yeah, <laughs> you, you'll regret that you weren't here for the show. That's okay. That thing but he's happened. not going to regret going to Vegas. No, he no. will not. No, he's not. Definitely. 19th year wedding anniversary. So, woohoo, fun woo-hoo. for us. That's so the awesome. 19th year is the Vegas anniversary? Is that what that Officially, is? Officially, yes. That's okay. written somewhere. Yeah, 19. Uh, it's like gold for some other things. It's 19 for Vegas. So. Yeah. F- five is paper, you know, <laughs> 25 is golden or whatever. 19 is Vegas. Just mm-hmm. if you people have to realize that. Uh, but uh, so we're going to regret that Jesse's not with us next week, but that's okay. Um, you know, Jesse, you might want to, f- well, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll probably do this. We'll probably do this kind of show again in the future because it's it's a big topic but uh, we're going to do geocaching regrets next week and then the week after um, again don't hate us this is just what Deborah said don't hate us but we are going to 
talk about another sport, and we're going to have on the actual uh, uh, owner of this of this other sport. So we're going to have on three dimensional Rob. And if you play Munzee, uh there's a, a type Sorry, of Munzee called, called Flat Rob. She's okay. She with was that. excited it might be Pokemon. No, <laughs> sorry. No, I knew it would be Pokemon. That'd be interesting. <laughs> we need to figure out if we can find the uh, whoever started. I know it's uh, uh, the people that started um, uh, Ingress or or part of Ingress, I yeah. guess. So I don't know, be... really, yeah, it would be it would be funny fun it to do be. that. But... We'll have to work on that one. But anyway, so Three Dimensional Rob will be on in a couple weeks. And then, as I mentioned, Jolene and Yeno are going to be on the show in three weeks at a special time on August 27th. We're going to, be, we're going to do the show at 3 p.m. because it will be 10 p.m. their time in Belgium. But I got an update tonight that they're getting ready. The, the coffee shop isn't open yet. But they're going to give us an update on where they're at and also about their traveling and their YouTube channel and all their geocaching that they do. And they're great fun. Their English is is really good. And it's much better than my Dutch. <laughs> so look forward to that. No, they're, they're very good. They, he was apologizing for his English. And I'm thinking, you sound, you sound great. I mean, you... Uh, so there's not going to be a problem. Her her English is great too. So um, she was mostly letting uh, you know do the most of the talking. But there was one point, and they were talking Dutch to each other. So it was kind of fun to hear them. You it's know, gonna be great. it's going to be great because I would say something, and um, I think they both understood. But they were both like t- talking back and forth Dutch, and then you know would say, "Yes, this will be perfect." You know, it's whatever. So it was great fun. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, looking forward to that show and all our shows uh, that we do. We I think we do quality stuff, don't you guys think? I mean, we we had Deborah on. I mean, how that, that's pretty sweet right there. Um, I don't know about all that, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, folks, we hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Uh, please email us your comments, and uh, we've been getting a lot of those lately, and we're so thankful for that. So keep the comments coming. Uh, at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter or all the other places I mentioned earlier that we're out out, out on now. Uh, and you can follow us, uh, oh, I'm sorry, on Twitter at geocachetalk. I'm at Gary Slinkard, all one word. Jesse's at Memphis underscore mafia. Sydney's at Shermanator GC. And Deborah's at Doc Firewoman, all one word. Mm-hmm. And facebook at facebook.com slash geocache talk and what i mentioned earlier the show can be found on itunes and lots of places now so if there's a favorite that you have other than the ones we've mentioned uh email me and i'll I'll make sure the show is on uh that particular podcast provider that you prefer Uh, and also you can go to our geocache talk website geocachetalk.com and find lots of cool stuff and that's where our old shows are all our audio, and um, so that's always a good resource for you as well. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button below so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Remember how much fun it is, and go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye, Willie.
Bye bye. Oh, he's chewing on me. <laughs>